What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pixel Play Podcast. My name is CS Radical. Joined by me, as always, Jin and Chris, and nobody else. There's not a motion, no motion person on the left. There's just nobody there at all. He's still on vacation. Yes, you know, we just put a random animated this is just in AI there. generated. Yeah, yeah, this, this is completely GPT. AI generated, you know. <laughs> Kalen's back, and his camera works finally. We can actually see him moving again. Yeah. Imagine it froze right there, like just <laughs> in the middle. Of the I was like, I, I have a tan. I am not going to let this camera freeze on me. I mean, I mean, for those listening on audio, it's been three weeks since we've seen you motion in person because apparently yeah, now, Discord hated your camera for two weeks and then you left. Now I got to wear You decided, now I gotta wear fuck Discord, I'm leaving. I'm going on vacation. And then it just started yeah. working and it was fine. Yeah, everything's fine. He, he finally he finally unplugged it and plugged it back in. It's good. Oh, you the whole rookie yeah. rookie mistake. Got to do that first. Mistake. It's all right. It's well, all right. I mean, You're apart from uh, from Taco Flu, how was your vacation? Uh, absolutely fantastic. Like I said, I am basic. I was powered by basically margaritas and tacos for a whole week. It was great. My system was just in paradise there. Um, lots of sun, lots of sand. Can't complain. It was great. I, I ended up going surfing and it was really funny because I, I I like was trying to find a place that surfed and I had like there was nowhere that was actually doing like surf excursions and so I ended up like meeting this person who ran excursion place and she's like hey I know this guy who like does personal training or something like that and he might be able to like take you out surfing do you want his number so I just end up texting some random guy in Mexico being like hey you want to go surfing and Jen's like are you gonna get kidnapped and I'm like probably not but the chance isn't zero <laughs> and so happy to report it was a great time. No, because if he tried, you'd surf away. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> away from the shore, away from the away shore, because that's how surfing works. <laughs> yeah. No, it was he a great time. Absolutely loved it. Uh, highly like it was great. Just a great time. Tacos were amazing. Like I, I was telling you guys earlier, like I found a place that was like it was just great. Like I found a guy who was surfing tacos out of the back of a pickup truck, and like I was, was getting surfing for, like, less tacos. Serving tacos. The AI generation <laughs> is not working well. Um, but yeah, was uh, paid like a dollar eighty a taco. Like you can't even get Taco Bell for that price. So it's great. Oh, no, I mean, you could, but it's going to be like maybe one percent as good. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great time. Glad to be back though. Thanks for holding down the fort while I was gone. Oh, it was held. I mean, so, we did guys, we did what we usually do. We just basically bitched about you know Japanese RPGs about how good. You know, actually, I don't think we. I think that was the first time in a while, Chris. It was you and me, and we didn't do that. No, we weren't angry. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? No, every time Kaylin leaves, we're angry. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of an inevitability, but it seems like that was the one time. Granted, much... I have the memory of a goldfish when it comes to world episodes, so you know I can only remember so much. <laughs> Once Someone the record the button comes off, he forgets. <laughs> I mean, because I know we I know we talked about the developer digital. I think that was like the brunt of our show. But yeah, I was actually kind yeah. of impressed with the developer digital. I, I really liked it. Um, I just my quick thoughts. Like I liked it. I thought Indiana Jones is an interesting choice. I'm not sure how I feel about being first person. But yeah, that was my thought. I kind of see. But you know what? I kind of get why they did it, because if you did a third person, the comparison to it, like uh, Uncharted would just be too similar. So I, I understand why they had to go that route. Um, yeah. That. I forget what it's called, but basically the civilization game looks super cool. Yeah, Aura. Hellblade looks I can't cool. remember the full name. Yeah. It was Aura something and Untold. Aura? Yeah. yeah. So I was pretty impressed. The only thing I didn't give a crap about was that Square Enix stuff. So, of Well, course. apparently <laughs> neither does Square because they put it on the developer digital and it's not even going to be on Game Pass, which makes so much sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. I saw that story yeah. today and I went, wait, X, what did you give them time for? Yeah. Just to say, hey, look, JRPG people, there you can come to Xbox, dude. We have a game. Yeah, they could have done that by just saying, hey, here's a preview of Persona Three, like uh, Persona Three Reload, which is literally about to drop on Game Pass later this week. Would have made yeah. way more sense, but you know, I guess I'm not the right guy to run a business. I don't, I don't fucking know. Let's yeah. let's grab some yeah. mana game that is, is from a license that no one's honestly cared about in the West in the last like 15 years. Yeah, I couldn't tell you which mana game this is. It could be the third one or the ninth. I I don't know. It is a mana it is, game. It is a mana game. That is for sure. That we can confirm. It's in the name. 
I can only Dominion. confirm that I know that there are two mana games because I know this one's coming out and I've seen a game once at EB Games, so I can confirm there are at least two mana games. <laughs> yes, definitely. And if you've seen one of them at EB Games and this one, chances are you haven't seen a good one yet because mana has not, <laughs> to me, been relevant since the old Super Nintendo days, but I digress. Oh yeah, I feel like that's the last time they were really legit. 100%. I mean, anything else you've been up to, Kaelin? I mean, I know obviously you've been on vacation. I mean, clearly you've had all this gaming time. Like, tell us about, like, the myriad of uh, games you've cleared out of your backlog. So, actually, um, I'm just going to sing the praises a minute for for Mario Wonder. Uh, That game was amazing on the plane. So, I, for the first time, like, I've had my Switch for a while, and I've brought it on airplanes, and it was good. This time, I actually brought my, like, controller with it, and I had it on its little kickstand on my little table in front of me with my controller. Oh my god, pro gamer move. I absolutely loved it. It is the best way to play. And that Mario Wonder game is just amazing. Um, it is hard to play when you have a four-year-old who is tapping on your shoulder every two minutes, being like, Dad, check this out. Dad, check this out. But yeah, Mario Wonder is a fantastic game. I absolutely love it. Um, That's when you go, I, no, son, check this out and just and just and show him how awesome gaming is. Oh, he, he saw that and he wanted to play it. And I'm like, no, it, it's a one-player game and Fortunately, he doesn't know any better, so I was able to play it by myself. <laughs> no, no, no. What you is. do is you give him a second controller. No, he knows his way around it too much that I'm just like, Damn it's a it. player game. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's getting too smart for my own good. But yeah, <sighs> honestly, it was just great playing it on the plane. I had my I had my wireless headphones hooked up to it. I had my controller. Like I literally felt like I was playing at home on my couch on a drastically smaller screen. But yeah, totally like I love the Switch. I'm so happy. Like, I'm in the past year or so, I feel like Nintendo has really kind of demonstrated why you should have a Switch. And I, I know we're kind of sunsetting that console, but for me, it's it's really starting to hit its stride. I feel like I feel like the, the tail end is the strongest part. And I'm excited to see what the Switch 2 looks like when that comes out. But Mario Wonder, definitely a uh, on a scale of one to 10, would definitely give it a green. Yeah, it's so good. Such a good game. Such a good game. Oh, hard as hell when you do the secret levels, but such a good game. Yeah, I haven't gotten there. I've finished. So there's like five or six like. um, Like ghost things around the castle, and I have, I think, four left. So, OK, you're about yeah. halfway through. Well, you're halfway through the main. Yeah. Thing. Well, I guess just under because obviously I've done Bowser's castle at the end. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, no. What? Um, <laughs> it was Bowser go. all along. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, it's they, so good. One of these days, Mario just needs to pull a uh, a Final Fantasy and just have the most random final boss, just to kind of be like, actually, it was this all along, and Bowser was just the being, enemy was you was all being along. controlled. Mm-hmm. It was all a dream. Mario, no, this is an animal conservation. You're killing all the turtles. <laughs> and actually, they're all weak to water. Oh wait, that's just M Night Shyamalan. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh well that's good what you guys, guys what have you guys been playing um i've really haven't it's been one of those weird weeks where like my time to game is i've had time and it's just been one of those weeks where just the energy to do it hasn't been there so i've been mostly like either watching or stuff or listening to podcasts shit like that i did finally pick up um like a dragon infinite wealth today. And I've put about three hours into that. So I'm, I'm starting my probably hundred hour journey into that game. My hope is to finish it before rebirth, but I'm kind of going in with the expectation that rebirth might be getting pushed a week back just until I can get around to playing that because I don't see like a dragon finishing quickly because those games never do because there's always going to be one mini game that I'm going to have to spend at least 20 hours in because I can't stop playing it but that is yet to be seen at this point. I'm still in the very early stages. I haven't even been able to unlock the uh, the ability to change my classes and update the, my costumes yet, so I know I'm nowhere close to even starting at this point. I'm still in tutorial mode at, at this juncture. Yeah, you're in the tutorial and yeah, for sure. It's three hours in. That tells you... This is also why Kaylin doesn't get into JRPGs very well. It takes more than three hours to get past the tutorial stage. Yeah, no thank it you. Does. Although I, I will say, though, like, I understand why the early reviews are very, very high. Now, unfortunately, Kale, and I checked Metacritic today, it's down to an 89, so you're you're missing the extra point now on that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Tekken is still holding at 90, so who knows? You're still you're still looking at that there. But um, I understand completely why it's apparently, like, it's been getting, like, 
arguably the highest reviews of any Yakuza game ever. The battle system alone, even in this very early part of the game where I haven't even really unlocked anything yet, is already a massive, massive improvement. The fact that normally it was just you would hit guys and it would do damage like you would with any JRPG. Now, depending on how you're standing, you can actually knock them back into other enemies and have them take damage. You can knock them into a wall and that will also deal extra damage. The game will actually tell you now if you're close enough to pick up a weapon so you don't just randomly do it because you happen to cross the path there. So now there's actually a little more information to you and the attacks that you're doing even just in the very bare bones of the battle system are doing more now so i don't feel nearly as weak at the start and i feel like there's actually a point to you know taking a second and not just hitting fight every single time right away and and doing whatever's right there now it's a little more okay if i position this guy here if i just wait a couple seconds maybe he'll cross right up against this guy and i can knock him into that and there's some extra damage there so there is a little bit more to it than just hit or cast magic spell and then that's it so i i do like that after that i haven't really gotten far enough to say too much else about it though but i'm already super excited with what they're doing into it and i can't wait until i wake up naked on a beach as per the trailers yeah that's what we're all waiting for just that mm-hmm. naked beach scene yep gotta happen i need context actually you know what with yakuza i might not even get the context it may just happen yeah, i was gonna say what's the like yeah you're banking it's- on context yeah, it's a shuffleboard tournament that went wrong. It's going to be something random. We know it. Like, it's not going to be something like hard. And the only important story. part is, as I already showed Chris earlier, our chicken from the last game, Omelette, he's still alive and well and just chilling. So, you know, my 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 business partner in crime is still is still hanging in there like a boss. Now, is he, or did Omelette die and your parents just got a new one and just said it's the same one? I mean, he went bagok. How am I supposed to assume that that's not the same person? Yeah, it's got to be the same one. It's got to be. Only one chicken would do that. Only one chicken would do that. (laughs) God, this game sounds so stupid. (laughs) It is. That's why I love it. Why don't you understand? God, I hate being 19 Yakuza games behind. It makes it so hard (laughs) to play the new one. Because, like, I actually want the story. Don't worry. I'll I'll let let you know when the next Trails game comes out and how good that is, too. So you can also be reminded of the other nine games of that you got to finish. I did buy the second Trails in the Sky during the Steam Winter Sale, and I've installed it on my Steam Deck in preparation. But that's as far as that's gotten. Because look, it's look like, someday, by the end of this decade, you'll almost be caught up on oh, one of the two. It won't be both. You're oh. a bad influence on Chris, Adam. You need to stop. That's I yelled at him in the last episode because he was talking about Midnight Sun so much, and now I'm six hours into that because I got distracted by what he to was To be fair, about. that was super cheap, and it was definitely worth it. Oh yeah. Oh, so worth it. So worth it. In fact, that's um one of the games I've been playing this last week is Midnight Suns. I don't have much to say about it only because Adam, you have said so much and like everything you're saying is I would just be repeating it. Um the only one thing I guess I will say is I just love the game loop. Like I'm not addicted to the It main sounds story like it's great yet. for a Steam Deck game too. Oh my god, it is so good for the Steam Deck. And it's crazy. I have an actual gaming PC. It's a little bit older. Um, but it's still in like the RTX 2000, so it's not that much older. Hooked up to my TV, and I installed it on there. I'm like, well, sometimes I'm going to want to play it on the TV, and it's better to do that than hook up the Steam Deck because, you know, the Steam Deck can only have so much power, and going to a 4K TV, you're going to have to have the resolution down. And freaking this game, even though you launch it in Steam, it still opens the 2K launcher, and I was having all these difficulties trying to run it where it was giving me all these, like, sorry... The game won't launch license not found. And it's like, I bought it in Steam and 2K can't find it. Like, it was so annoying. Guess where that doesn't happen? The Steam PC deck. gaming sucks. Yeah. The Steam Deck doesn't do all that because I can't it's say I had that problem. I bought, I bought it on Epic. So, uh, okay. So you went right to the source. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, all I had to do was like re verify the files and then rerun it and it was fine. But on the Steam Deck where I'd been playing it for so long, I never had that because. Uh, Valve has their Proton thing that runs Windows games, but on Linux, so it's going through their own filter. And they make all these changes. The launcher doesn't even show up. You just launch the game, and all of a sudden, you're in it. I didn't know the fucking game had a launcher until I installed it on my normal Windows computer. I was like, oh, come on. What is this bullshit? Um, But, I mean, the game itself, I love the gameplay loop. I've only done, like, one or two major story missions. I'm addicted to just, like, go on side mission, come back talk to spar with one character to make their stats go up 
have another conversation with other character, make their stats go up, take rewards from previous mission, have Tony Stark open, have Doctor Strange open, give me new cards for battle, make me stronger, now go do other side mission and repeat. I'm just addicted Hang out with superheroes by the pool, unlock the one of two extra swims where they have that doesn't really look any different, and you just keep the old one anyway because it's actually in their colors. <laughs> Wait, is this an actual part of the game? I can't tell. Yeah, there's like yeah, a there's small a little... like social system like in between <laughs> missions that you kind of oh. also use to like level up your characters. Because once you unlock... um all the friendship levels of a single character, you unlock a special mission where you get a copy of their ultimate attack and then a new costume that match, mm. like that matches everybody. So essentially if you finish all of their friendships and unlock their costume, you can, you could basically go to the end of the game with all of them wearing a similar sort of costume, not, not a perfect match, but like their own version of the same kind of mm. vibe that, that this costume set goes to. So it's kind of like a, a cool way of like, by the end of the game, you're all power Rangers essentially. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's definitely one of those games that I've been like, okay, just one more mission and that's at 11 o'clock and then it's two 45 and in the morning on a weekday. And I'm like, Oh, I did it again, but it's just addicting to keep going and keep going. In fact, I was worried I was going to miss the podcast because I was playing a little bit before. Um, <laughs> but that's not the game I really want to talk about because I have played that I've played City Skylines 2. I guess I've beaten that. I mean, I'm at the point where I'm like, my city is thriving, I'm done here. Um, and I've played a couple other things, but I try and beat six games a week, and I really haven't gamed much. I know I've done six hours in Midnight Suns, but that's over like three weeks, so that's like maybe an hour or two per week. Um, but I was like, yesterday I'm like, oh, I need to play something. I haven't really got into a game, and I want to like finish one. I want to finish a game. So I looked at my backlog and I was like, I got to find a game that's short, that's in my backlog and knock one out. That's what I'm going to do. And I found a game that I forgot I bought back in 2013 and had never played yet, which was Hotline Miami. Have you guys played that yep. before? Like oh, way yeah. back? So I finally played that. That also is a fantastic Steam Deck game, if anybody's wondering, because you can just like play a bit. And then when you get so fucking stressed out, put it down. That game was like incredibly fun and so frustrating at the same time because of it like being difficult. I didn't know it was one of those games where it's like you're going to die 50 times trying to clear this one floor of enemies. But once you do, you're going to feel so fucking good. And that was me. And I played it yesterday until like this morning and a little bit on my lunch and I beat it today. It only took like, I guess, five hours. So I did probably an hour and a half today. And then all the rest was yesterday. Holy crap, that game. Like, wow. I, I, I didn't know what to expect when going into it. I did not think it was that hard. I thought maybe there'd be a difficulty setting. That was a lie. There's no difficulty setting. You just go in and you hope you live. Um, but yeah, like the top down and like it being kind of like a puzzle where it's like, all right, you got to strategize your way through all the rooms and who to kill, where to go silent, what mask do you wear? As soon as I found that there was a mask that dogs won't attack you because they think you're a dog, I guess, because of the mask. Loved that for a while. Um, but yeah, like the strategy and everything. And then obviously uh, one reason I also picked this is John Wick 4 has a scene like that and the director was like i one of my games i liked i think it was a director hotline miami so i wanted to kind of have like a scene kind of with that perspective that was another reason i did it and yeah i could see exactly what the heck he was talking about yeah i felt like top down crazy 80s john wick psycho man i don't know what to call what i was but yeah that game was intense I saw, I had quickly Googled, like, you know, I went to howlongtobeat.com, one of my favorite websites, because you can just see how long it is. And I was looking at the forums and stuff, and people were like, oh, yeah, it's, oh, it's only like a four and a half hour game. And everyone's like, any more than four and a half hours, and I'd have a heart attack. That was like <laughs> everybody's response. And then I was like, that's weird. I hope there's a difficulty setting. I don't know. Let's just go into this. And I was like addicted to playing that last night, because all I wanted to do was win. And when I would die, especially when there's like one fucking enemy left, but he saw me through glass and I didn't know there was glass there and he shot me and I got to do it again. I was just addicted to that gameplay loop. Like try again, try again, try again. There's an achievement for dying a thousand times. And I was almost, I want to say like over, I was over about 400, I think when I looked at it, when I finished the game. So I retried levels 
400 times in a span of like 24 hours. Wow. That so what you're saying is you weren't even good enough at dying. No, I was horrible. No, I wasn't. No, I didn't get the achievement. And then I'm like, do I want to go back? No, I don't. I'm good. This game has kicked my ass, but I did beat all 19 levels. I'm done. I'm not, I don't know. And then I looked at my Steam library and I forgot there was a second one. And yeah, I own it. And I was like, fuck me. I was going to say. Like, <laughs> I also would do that one. That soundtrack though, that soundtrack is a oh, banger. Yeah. That is a banger. It's, oh, yeah. it's so weird. Like you, you hear a name like that and you're like, man, that was so popular when it first came out. And you're like, where did it go? And you realize, oh yeah, we live in a world now where like every two weeks, some new indie darling comes out and it just ends up replacing everything. Like everybody was talking about yeah. power. What's the, what's the new, um, like survival RPG that everybody's been, is it in shroud? I think in shrouded. Power. Oh yeah. And I like, think it's, I think that's, and called. like immediately that's yeah. also now getting, getting attention. Although power will probably last a little bit longer because Pokemans, but. Oh, it'll last until Nintendo puts its thumb down and says not anymore. I don't think it's going to at this point. No, they may I... make some of the like characters change. That would be their best case. Like some of them are way too close to the actual real Pokemon. They'll change those ones. They'll change the design, but everything else would just stay. That I reminds me, that was the other thing happening. we talked about was Power World because we're like, hmm, how does Nintendo actually respond to that? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Hotline Miami, I think it's like 11 years old or something. Uh, I, think I it's remember playing it. Old. I remember playing it like in 2012. I was like going like, I think I was going to grad school and just like playing it on the subway on my PSV. Yeah, that was, that was mm. early Steam gaming for me because I didn't really have like a gaming computer until... I went to college and had a decent laptop because I ordered a specialty one because I knew I was going to be doing video editing and shit on it. So I'm like, all right, well, I might as well just get a real beefy laptop. And then eventually I'm like, eh, maybe I should actually just dive into Steam and actually see what I can find. And I know that's one of the very early games that I played. And Yeah, you know. that's I've had this since the year I built my PC in 2013. Like my first Steam sale, I saw this for like a dollar and I was like, oh, this looks fun. And... I never played it. Obviously. I just assumed you bought a humble one. bundle like everything else. But Chris is just Chris is just like yeah, Alex. It's a lot of games, but I'm not gonna have to buy games for all because I'm just gonna be playing these. And then it started. And then it started. Oh yeah, my first Steam summer sale. I bought over 200 games. That's how it started. It was a bad. I only spent like 450 dollars, which was a lot. Don't get me wrong, but to get like 200 games was insane. And it was a bad, oh, stupid month long sale. Look at you now. Look at you now. Look at me now. Making profit. You're making profit. (laughs) Finally played a game so popular in 2024 Hotline Miami. (laughs) Well, speaking of not making profit, why don't we move on to our big topic of the day and let's talk about Suicide Squad. So, this was an inevitable conversation that was going to happen. Today is D Day for this game. It dropped today. Um, a lot of shit leaked it, out for I it. I wouldn't even say it dropped. It tripped. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't it say it, I wouldn't even say it tripped either. I would say it buried itself. It just it just it never actually woke up, but it it just kind of slept walked out the window really and just fell out. Um obviously we knew it was going to be in danger from the very beginning. And then when we got the notice that review copies weren't really being given to people, which is never a good sign especially for a game that was supposed to be, you know, a live service, which tend to be longer games. That's usually not great for reviewers to be able to get proper reviews out, which is code for they know this game sucks and they want to hide as much of it as they can, to which I go, kind of too late, guys, because we already knew how bad the game was going to be with all the footage you showed us. But thanks anyway for trying. And then obviously the reviews have been pouring out. I actually forgot to pull it up on Metacritic right this moment. So... I was going to say, before you do that, before you do that, can you rem- do you remember what our scores were? Like what our predictions were for this game when we were doing it? Let me go pull up the sheets. You're right. I should have had that handy. So... I also like for the fact that uh, Adam is the archivist on this show, but earlier today said, I forget about these episodes as soon as they're posted. I write <laughs> shit down. I don't memorize it. <laughs> uh, so... I'm probably going to be in real trouble already. I can just from, from seeing that. Uh, Kaelin, you had it at a D. Chris, you had it at a C. I had it at a B. So if I remember correctly, you had it at a B. B's in the 70s. Oh, oh no. C's in the 60s, oh, no. D's in the 50s. So, well, let's see how bad it is. 
If it has a 71, I'm going to punch the wall. Well, that's not helpful. It's still showing us TBD. Boo! Well, I guess because there's no review uh, sheets. All right. Yeah, all the articles I've seen of... So you're probably wondering where our uh, review of this game is. Oh, you're probably looking for our review, like so many of them. Yeah, there's nothing yet. There's not a, not any console doesn't have anything yet. Uh, yeah, we're not gonna see anything for a minute. Well, I can't guarantee anything yet. There's a chance it might still be a B. The only yes. review that has been released for this game so far, the Metacritic is showing, is at a forty. So that's not a good start. Oh, but that's not okay, a major outlet. No so who knows? IGN will probably give it a six just to save it. But I, I was being generous with the B because I thought, well, surely it's WB. Not enough major outlets are going to give it a bad enough rating. And then I should have remembered mm. what Call of Duty got recently and should have gone. Well, if it's that bad, yeah. yeah. The biggest thing that stood out for me though oh. was when I saw. I think it was Dustin Lagar from uh, IGN who mentioned that. He clocked somewhere around nine to ten hours, to which I went, "Wait, this is a live service game. How is it only that long?" And that's when I knew that they've basically done everything wrong on this game. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. not good. And people paid money to get early access to the game, which I think is what yeah, today or yesterday was. And it got pulled. And it, it got pulled. Yeah, they kept having to pull it because the servers don't work. No, so what I understand or I was reading it, it's like there's a, there's an issue with, I guess, a glitch. That if you boot it up, it can automatically complete the game oh, for you. That's what it is, yes. Yes. Which, from what I understand, like, and this is like, once again, it, not a programmer, no, no it's not a like, It's not a glitch, the thing. game is trying to help you. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing we could give back to you right now is your time. Here you go. Go and play Miami or Miami Vice <laughs> or Hotline Miami. Hotline Miami. Yeah, go I play mean, it. I'm sure a Miami Vice would have been would have been a game would have been better. I mean, I really hated the Miami Vice movie, and I probably would have enjoyed that more than Suicide Squad. Like, I think I think the thing is that you know what, there it's a double edged sword. Like, the game probably had problems from the beginning. It didn't show well. You know, this is a game that is made primarily from greed. And just there to check the box. It's not something that I imagine was anyone's passion project, or even no. This is definitely not made by a developer. It was made by a board, and it could have been, but it could have been. I wasn't in the boardroom. Well, from what what I remember, I think two key heads of Rocksteady left about a year ago during the process Mm -hmm. of this. So Mm -hmm. it kind of leans in the direction too that, like, creatively, no one was really enjoying what was going on. That's not like what I'm saying is that like it could have started as a passion project. Like, hey, we're the Batman team. Let's make a Suicide Squad. Cool. And then the corporate decisions start getting added to it. That could have totally happened. But what the product we're getting is very much a corporate checklist to get funds. And we knew and they knew that it was not going to be good from the get go. But it's a double edged sword. Like, what do you do? Do you just cancel it and lose out on all that time money that you spent? Or do you send it to get some copies done? For me, the issue I have is the sketchy practices that are happening in terms of not giving out review codes, not informing people like be upfront, be like, Hey, like they're obviously not going to come out and say, Hey, this game is crap, but like be like, Hey, this is the game. We're, we're sending this out. This is as it is. I would have more respect for them to be that. Like not everything works out. You can't expect everything you do to be successful. You're too far in before you notice these problems. Fine. Like, I think that's, that's something that happens and you're going to have to just recuperate whatever you can. What I have a problem with is these the sketchy practices that they are doing and that we've seen before. This is not unique to, to WB or, or um, Rocksteady, but to go about and doing it like I have a problem with that. Make a bad game, send it out, get what you can. Someone somewhere is going to like it. There, there is no game in the world, I think, that has universally been panned that no one. There's always someone who's going to say, you know what? I like this game, right? I, I have friends who I see who are saying like, hey, I'm buying this game. Like there's always a market for something. Probably not the size you want. Probably not going to get the reception you want. But there's going to be someone who likes it genuinely for what it is. And I think for them to come out and say, hey, you know what? This is what it is. We're sending it out. Go if you enjoy it. But, like, it didn't hit. I don't know. I I, I don't like the practice of trying to hide it. And to be fair, CD Projekt Red did that with, with Cyberpunk. And I think that was wrong as well. 
Yeah, yeah and true. I mean, but the it, unfortunate part with uh, this game is I don't know if this is fixable because we're not talking about, you know, tech issues. We're talking about mechanics. And this game is not something that unless you... Like, how are you going to get rid of the live service portion? That's literally what the game is designed to be. So that's not an easy fix compared to, say, Cyberpunk, where the issues were more, you know, frame rate issues. Things were bugging out of the maps. The certain things like the police weren't working the way it was supposed to. Like, that that stuff is fixable. What's going on with Suicide Squad is, is not. And the most important part, in my opinion, is the story, which is not going to be fixable. And... I already read what it is because I have literally zero interest in playing this game. And I've read the plot. I've seen bits of the of the cutscenes that have been provided, including the death of two specific characters. And I do not understand how anybody over the course of making this game sat down, played it, watched it, and went, yeah, people will like that. Like, look, it might be my general opinion. Like you said, Caleb, I'm sure somebody will like it. But like, when you think about it in the, from the lens of, people who like the source material that these are from do you really think they're going to enjoy having to fight all of their favorite heroes do you really think that they're going to be happy with you know essentially a bunch of underpowered like low tier characters all respect all like do respect to harley quinn who i know is a fan favorite but power wise is a non-factor and they're all going to be the ones to kill batman superman wonder woman flash lantern like all of those really how are you going to explain that? You're going to find like some new fucking brand of kryptonite that they can shoot bullets for, and that's going to work now. That it's they're going to be the four people that Batman can't make a plan for, for the first time ever. Those four guys, even though he's put them probably behind bars at least fifteen different times over the course of this canon, really? Now it's going to work because he got brainwashed, or he's evil, or whatever the story is that they're doing here. That changes it, okay? So you got that part of it, and then on top of that like you said, the corporate stuff, it's a live service game, which we have now known for, mm, let's say about since the pandemic, is something people don't want anymore. And even through all of this time that WB or Rocksteady or whoever the fuck's in charge has been able to see the reaction, especially in the early trailers that we saw and knew what it was going to be and the absolute negative reaction that it got, and they still went, no, you're wrong, we can make this work. And it's going to show in terms of sales that it did not. And my fear, and I don't know if you, if we want to talk about this now or if we want to just wait until we still talk about the game, but I think Rocksteady is doomed over this. And that is garbage for that studio that has done such a fantastic job over their time, but because of really piss poor decisions by a bunch of board of directors or shareholders or whoever the fuck are at the top there that have no fucking clue what they're doing. That studio is going to get shut down after making essentially some of the best superhero games out there that we've ever had. Yeah, they really did. Yeah, the, even just like going back to the live service part of it, it's like, God, I, like, because I, don't get me wrong, I don't think live service games need to go away. There is a place for them. Destiny is a thing. It's great. Fortnite, I mean, I don't like it, but I mean, I understand that many people do PUBG before it. There's lots of like live service games where they come out, they're designed for that specifically, and it's kind of from the ground up and it makes sense, right? Like, it's not like Destiny was another type of game and they forced live service in there but you're taking something a franchise that's like the arkham series and you're like this would be a great live service game it's like well normally that's a looter shooter okay well that's easy we just take the suicide squad that movie did very well in theaters did it but either way um because they have guns they're the only ones that have guns the bad guys the good guys don't so the bad guys will be the ones and you're the bad guys and that's your live service game and you'll always be this bad guy with your gun um, it'll take over destiny. I'm sure that's what the conversation was. Um, yeah, it just, ah, it just doesn't, you can tell it just doesn't fit. Cause who wants to do that with this franchise or this story or these characters? Like, I don't know the shark King shark or whatever his name is. I do not want to spend a hundred to 3000 hours or whatever people put into destiny being that shark shooting a helicopter in the middle of a Gotham city or whatever city they're in during it. Like, I don't know. This like, could have been a help. fun, either reduced price or even free to play extraction shooter. And that's another buzzword that people generally don't like, but like, think about what the suicide squad is. It's a small ragtag of D tier 
villains that are being put in charge to basically com- like finish a small mission at the behest of Amanda Waller. You could easily turn that into an extraction shooter, and there you go. There's your game. Instead, they had to make this massive, overwhelming plot about killing the Justice League because I'm sure the people at the top thought, well, that's a huge... Like, that will sell copies immediately. Kill the Justice League? Look how amazing that will look on a cover. And then when you think about how to write that story, how are you going to make that good? Yeah. I, I actually really like that extraction idea. I would play that. I would play the Suicide Squad bursting into a a building to take out some like D level, just thugs to get somebody out or something. I don't know to rescue somebody or do something, stop a bomb, extract, whatever. I don't know. Destroy a helicopter. Fine. I don't know. But I like that idea. Cause then you could just make it where it's just a series of missions like payday or something, right? You're like, just going in, you play as your character, you know, you hear their voice, you get their character, you can get their costumes and you go in and you just do these infinite loop emissions. Game doesn't need to be expensive and you would make money more off the cosmetics and all that kind of stuff. And again, it's not as offensive. It's not as, I mean, people would play that more likely than whatever, obviously we ended up with. And it would make, I, I, it would make canonical favorite. sense. Cause I mean, again, we're talking about a game that they were going to try to tell you that you were going to be able to kill a evil superman which by the way should be the most impossible thing to do because good superman is doing everything in his power to not kill you think evil superman is going to do that too no evil superman is literally just going to stare at you and make you burst into flames pretty much so like are you trying to tell me that somebody with a big ass hammer is going to be able to fucking kill superman i don't care what the hammer's made of superman just goes eye laser i win eye laser i win I'm of a different mind. I, I think that they're... I, I don't think Rocksteady is in any risk at all. I mean, is it possible for them to get let go or, or shut down? Maybe. But I feel like that Rocksteady is one of WB's most successful studios. Like, they did the, the Batman trilogy and stuff. I don't think they're going to get cut or let go. Or at least they shouldn't. They're going to be I don't at, even think... at minimum layoffs. I mean, we see how oh, many have been done in, in, the la- in the last month. It's insane how many jobs have been laid off in the industry. I think it's like over 5,000 now between all the companies so far. It's insane. There is going to be some layoffs, but I mean, we're seeing that across the board anyways. Um, What I think, though, is I don't think that necessarily that Suicide Squad is a wash, especially if this is a live service game. I would be surprised if they had the idea that this is going to be an instant hit and weren't prepared for the long haul on this. I think what can happen is like if they play it right, like this wouldn't be the first series that would go through a situation like this. I mean, I think probably what happened if I'm putting my optimistic hat, I'm going to be the voice of positivity on this, on this episode, but you might be the one person who is maybe, and I'm not saying this is going to be the case, but like here is a possible scenario that we could have. They realized that the game was, um, was in trouble. And what they did is they, they created a finished product, not saying a good one, not saying like something that they're proud of, but it's a finished product that they could put a bow on and they can ship it out. With it being a live service game, you send out a small, tight, functional, and granted, I've not heard anyone say that the game is broken. I've not heard anyone say that this isn't working. It sounds like it is. That's in actually a what I'm about the reviews is actually seeing if it's like a broken game or if it's just like a poorly made game, like in the sense <laughs> of like it's decisions that they made. Yeah, like aside from like the stuff that we've heard, like, oh, there's a glitch here and there in terms of like having to pull it from early access. Like that doesn't bode well, but that doesn't mean it's completely broken. It can, you can have a couple major problems, but not necessarily being broken. So I hope or what I think might happen or what a scenario could be is that you're going to have a situation where the game comes out. It's going to be a functional but boring 10 hour campaign. But what they've probably done is they've probably cut content back to polish and reform that. And what you do is you have a frequent trickle of content, which I believe is free. Um, Is it free? Generally, generally it depends on what it is. Like destiny, for example, will have like some things that they'll add that are free, but nowadays it's more, they'll have either, you know, a small like 10 to $15 set, or then there's the full on expansions, which are basically full price almost. Yeah, so like I, I like they obviously have a roadmap. They're not making a live service game and being like, oh, we'll send it out and then just it'll just make us money. Like they they have a plan. And so maybe what they've done is they've pulled back content with the idea that, hey, we're going to retool and refix this game as we go. 
I mean, with updates and downloads, you can change it. Like Cyberpunk did that, right? Cyberpunk drastically changed the game mechanics and the skill trees and how you play that. Um, no Man's Sky drastically did a change in its content and what that game looks like. I, it's not unheard of to have bad games come out. And as long as you're willing to take it on the chin and, you know, suck up your pride and, and fix it, it is possible for this game to be salvaged. And I think with a massive IP like Suicide Squad, I, I don't know if it's going to be unrealistic for them to say, hey, let's just keep going with it and see what we can do. Do I like am I certain this is going to happen? No, but I do think that there is a possibility that, you know, a year from now we go from a bad game that like is not interesting to anyone to, hey, maybe one that is, you know, has a small niche audience that it might come around. Right. And we've seen that before with other games. So I'm not thrilled by this game. This is not appealing to me at all, but I don't think that this is a death knell for for Rocksteady. And I don't think that this is going to be a completely fall off the shelf, especially because it is a live service. People expect it to change and to adapt and change as the year goes on. So fingers crossed that this is going to this is going to eventually find its footing. But it's not the first game that's come out in a bad state and can't go through a massive overhaul. Yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be like not open to the idea of it being fixed. But my if I was to put like a percentage of it, I think there's like a five percent chance at best of that happening. And that's about as generous as I'm willing to be, because I don't think, at least in my opinion, that the game's issues really comes down to, like, say, for Cyberpunk, a lot of it was just, you know, it's it just came out in a really bad buggy state. Because not a lot of people were saying, like, oh, the story's crap or the gameplay's not fun. It was just the game was just physically broken. Like, it, you, it was just not functional. Whereas No True. Man's Sky was essentially a barren wasteland when it first started. So they just needed to add more stuff to it. Suicide Squad, the majority of the things that people are saying that are not interesting to them is the type of game it is. That is changeable, but that would take a pretty big overhaul and it would have to be done over several several editions, I would imagine. But Cyber, Cyberpunk did that too, like I said, with its skill tree and how you play the game is different now. Yeah, than but what how, it was. Long, how long was that? And also that's a single, like a single entity. Like it wasn't changing... You know, it's it wasn't adding story or anything else apart from Phantom Liberty, but like the gameplay itself took a number of years to do that, and that was something that people generally were had interest in. Because that was going to be my next point: is that right now there isn't nearly that much of an interest in the game to begin with. To be honest, like a lot of people, at least from what I per- like perceive to have seen over the course of its you know hype train or lack thereof, in my opinion, not a lot of people had a lot of interest in this to begin with. And not to mention that Suicide Squad right now, as it stands, is not exactly a license that people are enthusiastic about because it's arguably not been very well received twice already. So on top of that, you don't really have that in your advantage. And I mean, the only thing that's really selling it is Rocksteady, but people are also going to go, well, I'm not Batman in this game, so what's in it for me there? And then the last thing that, like I said, you can't fix is the story in this first game. You know, in most times when you're talking about a live service game, like, for example, Destiny, I go to both one and two, like their initial campaigns are fine. Like, I wouldn't say that not that either of them were like shining beacons, but they were serviceable from everything that I have seen about this campaign with Suicide Squad. It is horrendously bad for the source material. And it's also just like it seems like it was just patched together by somebody who just realized oh shit we're being given an impossible concept to write for all right i guess we're just gonna have to make a bunch of plot devices inserted here and we'll see what we can pull off so i I think like i said there is a chance that this is savable but i look at the the sum of its parts right now and say the best case scenario is that they can make the gameplay better but i don't think that's enough to get more people in the door apart from like a small fraction of an amount compared to say you know what no man's sky did over time or what cyberpunk has done since its 2.0 update i think this is a much more deeper issue that has to do with its source material and its story that are just immediately turning people off before even the initial release came because cyberpunk didn't have that problem everybody wanted to play that game at launch no one seems to be all that interested in this game at launch. And it didn't help that they didn't give the review codes. So people also just kind of wrote it off there too. So I, I think that it's not an impossible hill to climb, but it is a much steeper climb than I think almost any game has had to deal with. Yeah, I think 
Yeah, this could really go either way when you think about it, because I definitely do see, Kaylin, what you're saying, where you could have the content added just like No Man's Sky and Cyberpunk and everything kind of did add, well, I guess Cyberpunk didn't add content, but you know what I mean, um, and kind of go back and make it more interesting, make people come back to it. You know, you finish the campaign, but then after the campaign, here's all this fun stuff you can actually do, which feels more grounded and good for the actual Suicide Squad, all that kind of stuff. I can see that for sure. Um, and maybe it will go that way. I, I assume that's what Rocksteady will try and do because they want this game to, to get money and to keep going. Um, the only thing that I think of is I do remember the Avengers game that just came out a couple years ago. And that was a similar idea. It was supposed to be a live service superhero game in the Marvel Universe. They tried to make it more interesting. They added a Black Panther-like expansion for free. They added a Kate Bishop expansion, and they were going to keep going until they just like discontinued the game, closed off the servers, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so there is a possibility that it won't. I will say that looking at the gameplay for the video, people watching the video version, we've got that kind of going right now. It does seem more fun to move around versus the Avengers game. Like there is the ability that maybe the gameplay will be actually fun just controlling the character in general when it comes to traversal and stuff like that, where the Avengers game was rough. Like it was it was not fun to move around. Um but yeah, I I, I could go either way. I hate to be the guy on the fence like I usually am, but this is like that the perfect fence moment where it's this game that's got a horrible launch horrible idea kind of it seems with story and all that kind of stuff just not good um but seems to be technically functional and they do have you know people from the suicide squad and they could just throw in other missions make it this big post game content and give it you know two years and people are loving hopping in and playing this game when they buy it on sale and it makes its money back um or it could go the way of avengers and they try and it just keeps getting worse and then they're just like Servers are closing. Sorry for everybody who bought this. It only lasted two years. Bye. It really can go either way. Am I overly curious to find out what happens? No, not really, because I don't think this is a game I'd want to play anyways. The Avengers game, I at least cared about like the content. It had like a cool story and everything from there. So I had a reason to want it to be good. Um, this, I don't know. I just feel like I don't have the interest to really care. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Could go either way. It really, really, really could. I, I will admit, though, I don't think Rocksteady is going to go under from this. I really I hope they don't, that... but I'm just so concerned oh, because yeah. of how many studios are being closed and how many layoffs are coming with all these things that, as like, because there's no way this game makes money. And I feel like it's going to be an incredible loss given the amount of time that was sunk into this game and the amount of advertising that's been put into it. I'm just oh, yeah. really concerned that because of how much money is likely being lost, that there's going to be you know, greedy businessmen doing what greedy businessmen do best, making the numbers look better by just taking a bunch of salaries away. Yeah, oh, 100%. And I can see that. Like, I can see it being where the higher-ups get mad because you can make five amazing games, but then as soon as you make one bad one, it's like, nope, you're out, you're cut. Um, we've seen it before, kind of, I think, I'm assuming. I, I don't have an example off the top of my head, but I'm assuming we've definitely seen that before. I mean, personally, um, you know, WB, just save us the trouble. Actually, just cut them. And then Sony, hey, guys, you want to take a look at them and see what you can do there? As, as, add another fresh, uh, good, really good studio in there and actually just let them go make shit they like? This is the announcement that Microsoft is buying Rocksteady, actually. No, <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> no at this point, it'd be Xbox is buying WB. Let's not kid ourselves. They got to go big. <laughs> We we got we got to go through another like massive set of litigation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I could see WB definitely layoffs, all that kind of stuff, budget cut, whatever it is. But if they did, that would be the dumbest move they could possibly do. You don't have one bad game and then get rid of a studio when they have such a track record for such amazing games. When you let them do their thing, it's probably that the game like the we know the type of games they're really good at. We saw the Arkham series and stuff, really good. They're being asked to do a game that isn't that. This isn't a stealth Batman takedown open world kind of game. This is, all right, give them guns and make it live service. Like, we want the Arkham series, but make it Fortnite. And, you know, they're like, okay, I guess we'll do that. Like, I, there's nothing wrong. The de developers didn't do anything bad here. At least I am assuming. I am assuming this is coming from the higher-ups. It's not like I work there. Um, but yeah, if Warner Brothers does 
cut Rocksteady or close them or anything drastic, it would be the stupidest mistake they could possibly make because it's one of their best names that they actually have. Even with this one game, I still trust this actual developer and studio very, very much because I've seen what they can do when they're allowed to do the thing they're good at. I mean, I assume that too, but we're also not, we're also discounting the uh, amazing track record, I say, with the biggest of quotation fingers, WB. Yeah, that is true. That is true. It, 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 it is a double edge. It's, you, have, you have to take the, uh, the sharp side and then also the really, 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 really blunt side that has not been sharpened in a long time. Oh, which one's better? Oh, they're both bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's, it's frustrating because it's like, I mean, as somebody who, who really likes Marvel and, mo- and almost everything that Marvel has done in the last 20 years, really, and how I've grew up, like, Dark Knight was the big thing for me. Like, Marvel wasn't really a thing for me. I mean, I obviously, like, growing up X-Men and Spider-Man and stuff, but, like, in terms of, like, my main years of really finding what I liked, like, that was Dark Knight. And I was super into Batman, and I couldn't wait to see what, what else they did. And then it was quiet. And then Marvel started their process where we got Iron Man and then eventually that moved on to what we knew as the MCU going forward. And then whenever DC would do anything, it was bad movie after bad movie. Game-wise, if it wasn't Batman, it was it was pure garbage. Like, we know, like, anytime there was a Superman game at any point, like, remember the really shady uh, PS2 days where there was, like, the Superman Returns game or whatever, and that was a pile of ass. Superman 64 almost blushed at how bad that one was. And it just seems like Rocksteady was the one thing that was keeping like DC up for most people. You know, it was the, it was the one bastion of like actual high quality. And then we get this and it, and it's now if, if you're a DC fan, like, I mean, I, there might be stuff that I'm missing. Like I know I'm assuming like the animated stuff must still be good. Cause I've heard good things about the new Harley Quinn series. Like there's stuff out there that I assume that's not like in the main focal point that I think must be good. But in terms of whatever the mainstream stuff for DC is right now, it's all bad. And I can't imagine what it's like for people that are super into DC that are going, all these movies are like B tier at best. That's the best I can hope for. And game wise, when's the last good one? We've had Arkham Knight because Gotham Knights wasn't very good either. So the track record right now, if you're a DC fan is you just assume it's it's not, it's going to be like, I don't know, C at best if it's a video game. That's not a great position to be in. No, no, it's not. Yeah, DC's getting. Yeah, I agree with you. Like the the bat. Uh, the only thing that I actually liked also was like the Batman Telltale game. Like that's the only other DC video game that came out in the last. Gosh, I don't know, fifteen what years. What is it that with I actually, DC like, and that Batman is the only thing that seems to be getting high quality? What is going on with that? Well, Batman's cool. It's really Batman hard. I have cool. to imagine. It's really hard to make a Superman game because it's like a right, you're a nerd. The, yeah, it's like, hey, you're this nerdy guy. You can't hurt anyone, but you are the most powerful thing, and you can't get hurt. It's like you turned on God mode in a boring game. Like, now, what are you gonna do? Superman is the game that should be a Telltale game. Like, I think giving Batman the ultimate power and then making him make hard choices is like how you make a bat uh, a Superman game. Yes, I like that. Like the, the classic conundrum of you can't save everybody. So like. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure someone has done this at some point in the comics where it's like, how does Batman deal with the thing where he has to make choices that like have effects other like affect other people or in like he can't save everybody kind of thing. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, missing out that. on the real big ideas. Where's our uh, super flash racing game? <laughs> See again, a character that's like, how would you make a game about the flash? You'd press a button. You're on the other side of the world. Like it's like, Oh, I did it. Like, you can't run because you go way too quick for it to be in the game. And then if you'd go realistic that the game let you can function, then you're not doing it right because I mean, the flash is way I mean, quicker we, than that. If, if I really had to put my thinking cap on, you could actually make a ghost runner level sort of game with the flash where it's meant to be hard in terms of controlling it. And it's you trying to actually beat a level as the flash with the, you, you know, without, you know, like potentially falling off of a cliff by running too fast or like 
doing something like running into um like a exploding canister and like blowing up the city or like potentially hurting civilians that would that might be like the one way to pull it off was to be like hey here's a hard first person mode sort of game where you move really really fast try not to kill anybody you know it's not a bad idea that's not that's actually the only way i can think to do it my only other thought was like the sonic generations levels when you're modern sonic and he's just running along rails and you just got to make sure you don't hit stuff it's like that but if you hit something this like flash just turns to dust and dies because he's hit something at such high speeds also, yeah like, i just got really when, think... I, when, when sorry go ahead i was gonna say when adam was talking about like not hitting civilians man would you imagine what would happen to a civilian that got hit by the flash literally just i mean if, if you've <laughs> seen the first episode of the boys you know what would happen i haven't so no yeah the only episode I've seen because I watched one episode and went, that is not for me. You guys enjoy. <laughs> me and Adam noped out of that show at the exact same moment because that's as far <laughs> as I've gotten as well. I was like, nope, this isn't for me. I get why people like it, but not for me. And like, also, like, when you think about it, like, they're, so, like, they're always trying to make these single hero games. Why, like, how is DC in the amount of time that they have been in existence and have been, like, trying to, like, put little jabs in the gaming market... Marvel Ultimate Alliance was done several times successfully. How has DC not tried to do that? Like, Injustice is... I, now I just realized Injustice is the other good DC game. Out I was going to say, because oh, DC, DC tried to put all their characters in one at, at one time, and it didn't work out well, and they had to release a second a Snyder Cut, and it still was like... At, like they have, they have some... They're a little shy now about putting everything all at once. Because, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to count the Lego games, because literally you attach, you attach lego to something and it's going to be a decent video game so you know there's yeah, no but point the only good that. ones for dc are lego batman that's the only one that was enjoyable i don't even know if there's like lego so what you're DC saying is, is when the lego suicide squad killed the lego league got it <laughs> i mean like lego lego does everything they got like lego avengers lego's indiana jones lego turbo tax like they have all the legos games so <laughs> well like when i when i genuinely think about it like Again, like a top-down beat-em-up with, you know, Marvel or not Marvel, uh, DC heroes could be potentially. Hell, if you want to make a, here's an interesting Suicide Squad idea. Why not make a simulation game where you're Amanda Waller trying to command the Suicide Squad to actually do shit? Damn. That would be cool. The PC gamer in me likes that do, with like, the mouse like, and keyboard yeah, like, control. Like do like an XCOM kind of game. Yeah, we're, like, we're City, City Skylines man. Metropolis edition. Also, I've I just got... I've discovered that my real purpose on this podcast is not to be insightful, but just to make Chris laugh and break his concentration. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to laugh at Lego TurboTax for the next six months. I am going to not be able to sleep at night because that was probably the funniest thing of 2024 for me so far. <laughs> like, oh, but Adam, I so think good. that I think that like doing a, a top down or like a, a real time strategy or XCOM style Suicide Squad would have been awesome. Problem is hard to make it live service. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Also, Marvel Knights Suns back. does it already does it better. So what's the point? We're circling back to the idea that this was not about this is not a passion project. This is not a group that wanted to make a Suicide Squad game. This is may have been at one point, but it was one that was taken over by corporate overlords. Shit, Green Arrow. Like I'm just thinking yeah. of games off the top. Green Arrow would be a great fucking first person or a, like a solo player game, like a first like a one player game story like third person. It's just it's just Horizon. Just paint it green. No, it's just Tomb Raider. <laughs> I don't know. I she does have who... the bow and arrow too. That's all I know about Green Arrow is that he has a bow and arrow. So I was like, uh, there you go. I think that's all you need to know because that's all I know. Where's as well. my Teen Titans JRPG? They can that's basically awesome go to like... school. It's like Persona. <laughs> Did you guys ever see the Teen Titans go to the movies? That movie is so good. No, nope, I have really not good. seen it. They get really upset that they don't have their own like DC movies, so they just try and go and get into one. It is great. Yeah, that sounds pretty funny. It's no Lego TurboTax, but it sounds pretty funny. No, it's great, though. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, there's a whole bunch of ways that this should have gone, could have gone. And there's a couple ways that it could go from here, but I don't know. Yeah. It's disappointing. And I don't think, but I don't think anyone's surprised. No, the, this the, was the least shocking. The only thing that's important is just which one of us is going to be right when we see the Metacritic in six months. That's all that really no. matters. Yeah, the only thing that really matters is make sure that you're click like and subscribe if you're watching this video on YouTube. <laughs> Helps the algorithm out. I suppose <laughs> that's true as well. But yeah. That is true. I genuinely hope that Rocksteady stays because, again, I think they're one of the good ones. And it's just a real shame. Like, again, this is all just speculation, but I don't think you make the games that they've made 
and then suddenly decide, let's make something that we have never done before and put all the things in it that no one likes and we know no one likes. It really does sound like a game that was created by a bunch of businessmen who have no idea how the game industry works. I think the problem, though, Adam, with and like, once again, I don't hope that Rocksteady like, gets shut down because I don't want people to lose their jobs. But I think the problem is that Rocksteady is a shell of itself because I was like, hey, maybe we get Rocksteady to move away from a Batman game, like move away from the Batman property, make something else, make something. That's... But you know what? They've had so many losses. They've lost their their like the people that kind of made that. I think it's gone that I don't think we'll ever get Rocksteady to what it was in the same way. And like, knock on wood, I could be wrong about this, but like the same way Bioware is in the same Bioware that we ha- used to have mm. once upon a time. Like it may still exist, but it's not going to be in the same way that you remember it. So. Yeah. I mean, don't get me, don't get me started on Bioware, please. I'm trying, I'm trying not to cry on this episode. Okay. Well, like I, th- I think with Rocksteady, I think had we, if we had a time travel to go back to before this game was in production, I think we would have seen still a good Rocksteady, and I think what the process of this game has done is, like I said, a few of the major figures in that company have left in the last year. I think there's definitely been something that's happened during the process of this game specifically that has pretty much caused, like, like a major shift. I won't say, like, an end to Rocksteady, but a major shift in what Rocksteady is. And much like a lot of things when, like, this happens to companies, Bioware being one of those major examples, it's that it's really hard to go back to what made a company good when the people that basically ran it are no longer there. So the odds of Rocksteady being back to form are lower than you would, you would want, but I don't think it's out of the possibility in the same way. Like it's really low that I think suicide squad is going to be savable, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's just a matter of, are they willing to put in that amount of work? Because it's not going to be, you know, a patch or two. This is going to be, considerable amount of time more than a year's worth of work to get things back to a to what i would believe would be an acceptable amount let alone a well praised amount to which that would be much longer than that i i just don't see at this point and i mean we'll know in the next couple of weeks when we see the general review consensus when we hear you know what early sales figures i mean i've already seen stories that apparently in england the game has already been down um down priced like 35 percent for launch so I've seen stuff like that and going, okay, well, this is this is like Avengers all over again when it was already like super cheap in bargain bins like after like a month. So just get it for your backlog. It's on sale. Yeah, they was put on free on on PlayStation Avengers, and I still went. That's still not good enough. You're gonna have to pay me money to get me to play that game. I played the demo. That was more than enough time. I did play through the Avengers game, but it was on Game Pass. Of course you did. Of course I did. I was hoping you it'd be a, good. You have a disease. Chris, I do. Disease. It is, a it, it is disease. the problem with being a fence sitter. You you give things you give things that don't deserve your time your time. So, yeah, I do. But yeah, but it works. It's it's a shit situation. I mean, hopefully, it's something that can be that can be dealt with. Again, I I hope that Rocksteady, whether or not it's going to ever go back to form, is still around because obviously we don't like seeing people lose their jobs. It's already there's already been enough people that have lost their jobs in the last thirty days. I don't think any more need to be taken right now. No. Um, but it's, it's just one of those situations where we knew it was coming. We just hadn't, didn't know what the number was going to be. And I guess in about a week or two, we'll have a better idea what that number actually is. I did because I didn't give it a B on our score. Yeah. You knew you gave it a D. <laughs> like, I didn't give is, it because I thought I'm... the game would be in the seventies. I did it because I figured because the game will be functional enough. The reviewers will be like, well, we can't give it a five. It actually works. Well, I'm a fence sitter, so I gave it a C right in the middle. Consistent. <laughs> Consistent. I appreciate that. But yeah, any any other thoughts you guys have? Otherwise, uh, we will shut the sucker down and move on to side quests. And I say that, you know, by t- pulling the curtain back because, yeah, we record at the same time. You guys just don't get it for two more days. What? <laughs> no, it's Friday. It's already Friday. That's how fast Friday's time moves, day. man. It's a, men- it's a mentality, and I'm there yeah. right now. Well, we can't even oh, say the Suicide yeah. Squad got us there because the game's apparently 10 hours long. We can't even get to Thursday, really. Hey, shut up. You don't have a kid. You don't know how long it takes to beat a 10-hour game. That game's going to carry me till March. <laughs> I was about to say that Starfield. I'm like, wait, no, if it was Starfield, this would be till June. <laughs> oh, yeah, Starfield, take, that would take a while. No wonder he doesn't want to play the Yakuza games. He'll, it'll take him two years to finish them. Yeah, that's the reason I'm not playing those games. (laughs) (laughs) 
Lego TurboTax. You guys remember that? that <laughs> well, speaking of doing our taxes, I have no idea how I'm going to make that into a segue. Forget it. That's going to be the end of the show, though. And we thank you all for joining us this week as we take this sucker off the air. But as always, if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. If you're listening on any audio platform, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you may get them, if you can give us a rating, please do so. Otherwise, share it with all your friends. And of course, we have our link tree, linktr.e slash pixelplaypodcast, link to our socials, link to our Discord, link to wherever you can get the podcast. We will see you on Friday when we have our side quest because, well, someone went on vacation, so we got to talk about all the fictional beaches that we will never be able to go to. But hey, that is a problem for two days from now that you guys get to enjoy. But for now, we will see you on the next episode of the podcast. Take care. Bye-bye for now.